0: Are you looking for ways to simplify and grow your business? Do you struggle with knowing where to focus your energy for the best return? Or are you loving your business success and looking to stay ahead of the pack through innovation and inspiration? If you've answered yes to any of the following Keep listening because today's episode is sure to inspire you. But before we get started today, I wanted to share with you my free Marketing on a Page template. This easy to use template will have you understanding exactly where your business is headed and the exact tactics and steps that you need to take in order to achieve your goals and your vision. Download it today from holisticvision.com.au forward slash strategy or head to the show notes for the link now for today's episode hello and welcome to today's episode the top seven questions to ask yourself before hiring a web designer the first question is if you're in business do you need a website you may be new to business and you may be considering well is it really necessary There's four factors that I would always consider if you are new to business. The first one is, well, what type of business are you setting up? Are you wanting to run an online store? Where, if that's the case, then yes, a website is essential. Or are you a service provider, such as a coach, where you find that you may actually just need your first few clients and you'll meet them through networking, LinkedIn, or social media. Therefore, a website may not be necessary right at the beginning. Second factor to consider is, are you clear on who your ideal client and target audience is? If you're not clear on this, this is really important before you jump in to designing a website and getting that done. And the third factor is, Have you got a clear business and marketing strategy in place? This will allow you to map out your vision, your goals and the tactics that you're going to use to achieve those goals. This will then help you to understand where in those goals and tactics the website project fits in and when it will be required for your journey as a business owner. And the last factor is, are you clear on your positioning and branding so that you know what makes you different to your competitors, why a customer or client should choose you over somebody else, and what is it that you bring to the table that's unique? Remember, there's no rush to get a website. It's okay if you launch a business without one. It's important that the website, when you do get it, fits in with your brand and the vision that you have for your business. And you can start small. You can build onto your website. For example, you may just want to start with a landing page. A landing page can be a great way where you can use a lead magnet on that landing page to start capturing people's email addresses That you can then build a relationship with them via email marketing strategy in the background when you're ready to launch your website you've got a warm audience to email and let them know that you've launched your new website and the second question to consider is what are the main drivers that influence the cost of a website the first is the size of a website well how many pages are you going to need on your website Does it require a blog post? Does it also require sub pages to your menu? Will you have products that you need to set up on there? And how many products will be required? How much content will you have on the website? And does your website need videos to be uploaded as well? All of this will influence the cost. The second thing to consider is the type of functionality that your website requires. For e-commerce, then you need to consider the portals for paying and members' um, access to their accounts and login details, etc. So there's a whole other component when it's an e-commerce site. If people are going to be buying online or you're going to be shipping products out to them. Are you going to need a booking platform integrated for appointments and accepting payments? Or do you need a membership portal for your clients where they can log in and access your member-only programs and courses? How many landing pages are you going to need? And if you've already been writing a blog, how many blogs have you already written if you do already have a blog? Consider to if there's going to be a lead magnet and if there's any integration with an email service provider. There's a lot of factors that do take effect when it comes to the cost of a website. Another consideration is the level of graphic design required. Will you provide photos and imagery or will your designer have to source stock photos? Will you require those images to be modified for you? Also remember If there's copywriting to be done, are you going to be doing it or do you need the agency to quote for that? SEO. Now, that's a big one. SEO is a common part of a package where there's basic SEO provided. And this is search engine optimization. This is about getting your website ranking on search engines. So most agencies will provide a basic level of search engine optimization as part of their package, as I said. But if you need more strategic search engine optimization to get your website ranking higher faster, then this may be an added cost to think about. Also consider the size of the agency that you're wanting to work with. Some of the larger firms may have higher operating costs and more staffing involved, so this could also influence the price. How quickly do you need a website? Now, this is something that I have had clients want a website in a week, which is totally doable. It's a VIP service, which is fantastic if you've got everything organized and ready. It's a premium service, so expect it to come with a premium price because that designer is going to dedicate that entire week on only working on your project. The third question to consider is what you need done before looking for a web designer it's not only about looking for a designer and then leaving the project in their hands as the client you play an active role through each of the milestones even before you start looking for a designer ensure you've got your bases covered for a smooth enjoyable working relationship consider are you happy with your current branding if not do you need help with getting that branding to shine and stand out for your ideal client. Has your business got a brand identity, a tone of voice that is used, color palette, fonts, imagery, etc. Also, be clear on your brand's position in the market and what your point of difference is. What is it that makes you stand out compared to all your competitors? This is going to be highlighted with the web design. What is the look and feel you're going for? Professional, casual, educational or interactive? Consider all of these and be clear on that when you discussing it with the web designer. Are you clear on your audience and your ideal client? If you're not clear on your audience or your ideal client, then I would highly suggest getting clarity on that first. This may be through doing some interviews with clients and getting validation calls lined up so that you understand who they are, what they're about, what they're looking for, and how your offer can be of value to their pain points. Have you got a marketing strategy? This can really help you to know where you're headed and how your website is one of the vehicles to get you there. So consider getting professional photos taken. Yes, it's worth the investment. When you're clear on your brand image, a picture can be worth a thousand words. And I always remind people of this one. A website requires a commitment from yourself. So ensure you have the time for the revisions, the content writing, image sourcing if needed, the review process through each of the milestones to get back to the designer, Because if you're holding the project up, then that means that the designer can't deliver on that project by the due date and things can really blow out of proportion and people can become frustrated through that process. The last thing to consider with that point is also if you need something small to start off with, like a landing page where you can collect those email addresses, and use it as a lead magnet. Remember that you can use this to start defining your brand and your position and getting an idea of who your audience is. Question number 4 is how can you be a great client for your web designer so they don't think you're a pain to work with. Nobody wants to be thought of as a pain and vice versa, right? But There's things that you can control, and I wanted to point out five here. Be open and transparent throughout the process. The sooner you address issues, the quicker they can be fixed and solutions found with less time being wasted. This also reduces the impact of other elements of functionality that may rely on these issues you've picked up. So remember to share any ideas you've got. I tell my clients to create a mood board on Pinterest, where they can collect ideas, inspiration for colors, styles, fonts, etc. and share their Pinterest board with me or your designer at the beginning of the project so that your designer gets a real feel for what you're wanting to be created and they can pick that up and translate that into your project. Please also remember to be prompt with your feedback and reviews. Provide as much detail if you need to Record a screenshot so that you can show the designer exactly where you need something changed or what's not working. Jump onto a quick Zoom call with them if need be. This ensures that no message is lost in translation. Be timely because that also, like I said before, ensures that the project stays on track for completion by the due date and you get to start sharing Your website with the world on time. And the fourth is if you're not sure of something, ask your designer for clarification as soon as possible. Don't let it linger till the last minute. Get answers and I'm sure they'd be happy to give you those answers. The last point here is to be clear on what you want and what you don't want. For example, if you want your logo in the header and footer, tell them. If you don't want your phone number on the website and just an email address, tell the designer. If you want to sell products, whether they be digital or physical in the future, you may not be ready for it right now, but let them know now so that they can consider that when they're quoting for you and when they're building out that website. If you ask for additions later in the project, Remember that this may incur additional costs which weren't factored into at the beginning and for you may not be part of your original budget for this project either. Question number five is, are there common misunderstandings, misconceptions or myths about web design projects that as a client you should know of? There's definitely a few here. I just wanted to mention three. The first one is websites are easy to build. Well, I'm going to say that this is a false misconception. Websites are designed to draw your ideal client in and convert them into paying customers. This takes time, planning and structure to get it right and to work for you. Sure, you could publish a website in a day, But is it really going to achieve what you need it to? Is it going to make you money to build your visibility and build your brand and income? The other point is a common misunderstanding is that edits are easy. Well, yeah, edits could be easy, but it still takes time to do. And remember that time is money, whether that be your time or your web designer's. Be mindful of that when you do ask for edits. And the last point that I wanted to mention, which is a misconception, is that once I have my website, the job's done and I don't need to look at that website again. This is definitely a false misconception. Yet so many people that I have dealt with over the years have done this. They've had their website built. And never come back to look at it, never come back to log in, to change anything, and to even see if all the pages, all the images are loading. When you've got a website, think of it as a live organism. It needs attention. It needs love. It needs sustenance. That comes in the form of ensuring that the platform that you're using, say it's WordPress, is maintained and kept up to date that any plugins used on the website are updated regularly and also that you're performing regular backups to an external source of your entire website and the database. Because if something had to happen to your website, the last thing you want is to lose the entire website because you didn't have a backup. Websites do need attention from time to time. I recommend coming back to your website and reassessing it at least once a month, checking the stats of which pages are accruing the highest views, which links are being clicked on the most. This has valuable data that you can use to drive more traffic to your website in the future. Update the images update the content as new keywords start filtering through as your business grows. Use these keywords in your headings and titles and consider that as part of your search engine optimization strategy. Remember too that if you're not updating your website on a regular basis, this can have a negative impact on your ranking with search engines. Because these search engines are out there looking for websites that are maintained well, that are providing a user-friendly experience. If your website has links that are not working or images that are not loading or updates that have not been performed, search engines are going to penalize you for that. So just be aware of that. The sixth question is, What do you as a client need to be mindful of as your role in the web design project? And this is definitely an important one, something that you may not realize, but you are an active participant within that project. Will you be providing the content for the website? If this is so, then you need to have this written prior to the design process or at least within the first half of the project timeline. Discuss this with your designers so that you're clear on when you need to deliver this content. Because if you deliver it late, it means that the whole project is delayed. Have you had your professional photos done? Like I said before, having professional photos can make a difference to your website and the impact that it has on your users. If you're wanting to get to engage with your ideal market, then get professional photos done. They're essential for your brand image. They convey authority, connection, and they can really immediately resonate with your audience. Get this done before you start the project, because it will take time for you to organize the photo shoot and for the photographer to get the photos back to you as well. Then you can sit down with your designer and choose the best ones from the portfolio. And no, selfies are not a good idea. I know it's an easy option and I know you may be thinking, oh my god, I hate having my photos taken. But trust me, my friend, it will make a huge impact on your brand's identity and authority. It will take your brand further quicker. And it doesn't have to be painful because you can find a photographer that really understands you and makes you feel comfortable and it can make the world of difference in your experience. I know that's made a huge difference when I've reached out to photographers. If you're using a lead magnet for your site, then have you got that content written and designed? Make sure that, again, this is planned out well in advance and is ready for your web designer. If you've got it before the web design project starts, trust me, you'll score brownie points with your web designer for being organized. And the fourth point to be mindful of is, will your site need an email nurture series? So this is the emails that will go out as a welcome series to new leads or once somebody's made a purchase of a product on your website. Think about writing out the content in advance for this as well. Collate the content. If you need any images or GIFs that you wanted attached to those emails, make sure you've put all of that together for the web designer so that they've got it ready at that stage of the project. And lastly, something to be mindful of is if you go in prepared to the designer, you're going to have such a smooth process where you're clear on what your goals are. You know what questions you want to ask the designer even before hiring them. And that way you get a website that you're proud to share that's been designed specifically for your ideal audience and delivers a great user experience all by the set deadline, which is amazing, isn't it? (laughs) The seventh and last question to consider is, What is your business's timeline for this website project? Yep, timelines. It's important to know if you've got something that you want to launch. Say you've got an offer that you want to launch and you want that to coincide with the website. Make sure that you've considered this when discussing the project with web designers because a lot of web designers will have waiting lists and You may not have the project done in time if you don't reach out to them soon enough. So be mindful of making sure that that timeline fits in with your timeline. And the last thing I wanted to leave you with is that creating a web presence for your brand can be a smooth process that is delivered on time where both parties are happy to work together. It doesn't have to be a nightmare like many people have experienced. If you follow the guidelines that we've discussed today, you'll be prepared for a smooth sailing website project for your business. If you're looking for a web designer, reach out for a free strategy session today. I'll pop the link in the show notes or head directly to my website, holisticvision.com.au forward slash contact to book that in now. Here's to your success. Thank you for tuning in today. Like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. I hope that this episode has shared value with you. And remember, if you've got friends that need a bit of inspiration for their business journey, share this podcast with them. I'll see you next week, same time, same place. To your success, my friend.